What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Dad Needs to Talk. I am your host, Robert, and today I'm going to be talking about some new anime and manga I've been reading, including Dan to Dan, as well as looking back on the last year since I left my crazy job, my last crazy job. So let's get to it. weekend was it was pretty solid you know can't can't complain too much didn't have to really leave the house too much because you know nobody had any sports stuff going on so kind of got to just really stay around the house most of the weekend um i, I was on <laughs> i guess you say I, I was on on dad duty this weekend because my wife she got invited to do a little um pop-up shop for her jewelry stuff and so she was gone for a couple of days doing that. And so matter of fact, she just got back a few hours ago. But um, but yeah, so that kind of left me manning the ship, me me and all the all the all the younglings. <laughs> and uh, yeah, for for the most part, yeah, like I said, it was pretty chill. You know, Saturday. Honestly, I I did little to nothing. Like only, the only thing I really quote unquote did Saturday. Um, was I did laundry because I was like I, I was like I'd rather go ahead and do it Saturday morning, be done with it, you know that way. Once uh, you know basically so that like Sunday, I can just chill, read my manga and all that stuff. So so yeah, so that's really all I did. You know I, I went out a couple of times the last week, so I've kind of expanded it from just being a weekend only thing to I went walking around the park what two or three times in the last week so that's definitely a big improvement and i actually got a chance to uh to actually get an actual distance count and at least like like when i'm there for an hour that's three miles so i'm guessing on the days when i do two hours at least judging from the distance i'm doing or whatever i'm doing at least six to seven so that's kind of crazy to think that that's what i've been doing every weekend but yeah so um trying to think so yeah so yeah like, i don't know like like <laughs> it feel a little off you know energy feels a little weird because i guess like like earlier you know i had some good energy of like okay yes i'm ready to record but you know dad life family life i can't really record when i want so you know, I, th- I think it was probably, probably like around like six, seven o'clock. I was like, yeah, I'm like, I, I was like in a good headspace and everything. But then I'm like, crap, no, you know, everybody's still awake, you know, kids being loud and crazy. So I'm like, gotta wait till later. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, I am looking forward to the day where hopefully in the not so far future, <laughs> you know, sometime in the, in the next couple of years fingers crossed ideally i would love to have my own 
dedicated space outside from my little tiny corner of my closet that I'm literally in right now. But I, I would love to have like my own dedicated space to where it's, you know what, whenever I want to record, I'm kind of isolated from everybody else. I ain't worried about nobody running through or walking by me or whatever, walking outside my door or whatever. And yeah, and, and the other thing I would, the other ideal thing I would like as well is to have a standing desk. Cause yeah, cause I don't know. So sometimes I feel like, you know, I would like to be able to, to do, to do this show and to record standing up sometimes like I just feel like it um, or, or, you know, even when I'm doing my YouTube stuff, just doing that as well. Which, speaking of which, because <laughs> I, I know I kind of just jumped into the episode, just kind of just started going a million miles per hour. So, as usual, you know, if, if this is your first time listening, make sure to, you know, subscribe to the podcast on whatever streaming service I should be on everything. If I'm not on something, let me know and I'll get on there. Also, make sure to go and subscribe to the Dad Needs to Talk YouTube channel to keep up with the stuff I'm doing there. In the last week, last week I did a, I did a little, little like, I guess like discussion video about Tokyo Revengers. At the time it was chapters, I think it was 217, 218. But I did, so I did that. And then I also did a review for ZOM 100 Bucket List of the Dead, volume one. So, yeah, so so subscribe to the channel to be able to see that stuff now. You know, I guess just kind of like a like little, little quick housekeeping and apologies because freaking Vash is still up. So if you hear any background noise, that is more than likely Vash out in my room screaming his little head off. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think what I'm going to try to do, or at least I'm, I'm experimenting with right now, is kind of like cross-releasing... Uh, certain content so like example the the zom 100 uh manga review volume manga review i did like i said i did the video on youtube but then i also took the audio from that and put it up on the podcast feed um just, just because I'm, I'm trying to you know i guess like trying to reach you know as many people as i can and so i know there are some some people that's like hey you know i'm mean, just go to youtube for that stuff and some people are like you know what i'm fine with just listening to it and so i'm gonna try to like i said I'm just experimenting for a while i'm um, just seeing how that goes but i, I think i'm a, i think i like doing it because especially because like because i'm for sure doing a video for all of them anyways and so it's like it's like i already have it it's not that big of a deal for me to just extract the audio and you know put it up on the podcast feed so so yeah so just just know that you know y'all might see a couple of a couple of updates throughout the week you know now you know i, I am definitely gonna try to be more <laughs> more organized than how things were for for any of y'all that have been listening since the very beginning y'all know that first like couple of months it was like the wild wild west when i would release stuff because you know I, I i i've always been like pretty solid about like like the main podcast coming out you know roughly around the same time each week but when i was doing like extra stuff like like ooh, the demon slayer review of oh, the last chapter of attack on titan oh i just read villain saga i was releasing that releasing that stuff all over the place it was just sometimes it'd be like 
you know, middle of the night, Friday night, you know, midday Sunday, um, afternoon on a Wednesday. It was all over the place. And so I'm going to try to avoid doing that. Like I said, there, there still might be like, you know, multiple updates throughout the week, but it's not going to, you know, you're not going to get a notification, <laughs> you know, at, at midnight that Robert dropped something um, under normal circumstances. I'll say like that, you know, there might be a special like, oh, emergency pod, which, you know, it's like, I'm pretty sure, you know, you, you know, y'all could probably wait till the morning <laughs> to, to hear my thoughts on some stuff. But, but yeah, like I said, I just want just to let y'all know that, that that's some stuff I'm kind of experimenting with. So my aim, ideally, you know, in the ideal situation, I would like to at least have one manga volume review a week. Cause I have some, I have, I've been buying so much over the last few months and like I've barely scratched the surface on, on any of this stuff. So let, let me actually do a quick count. So I, so <laughs> I just did a quick count. So roughly since, since I started doing this podcast, I have bought roughly about 27 physical manga volumes. And in these five months, but let's, let's say I've been buying physical manga for at least four months out of those 27 that I counted I've only like read about seven of them so I'm like you know what I have this stuff I need to start like at least like getting through it because like because like I need to get beyond just the uh, just the rush of like ooh, bye 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 <laughs> what's the point of buying all this stuff if I'm not reading it you know so I'm gonna try to at least minimum do at least like one a week um, cause especially cause it's a mix between some of them are like really big and some of them are small. So I might try to like, you know, mix and match. And so, um, and speaking of which, while I'm already on the subject, this coming up week, hopefully, cause I, I just finished reading 20th Century Boys, Perfect Edition, Volume 3. And so ideally I want to try to have that up by the end of the week. So that'll be that'll be at least like one release for this week will be the 20th Century Boys uh, Volume Three or Book Three review slash discussion. Um, I'll try to have that up sometime this week. So and I'm already kind of like planning ahead. So for October, just just a little, little sneak peek for 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 my loyal listeners out there. <laughs> With it being Halloween, I figured it'd be very fitting. If I try to do at least some something a little bit more themed around that. And so, you know, like I mentioned last week, I released the volume one review of uh, ZOM 100. Well, volume, I already have volume two and three. So I think I might save those for October along with Call of the Night. Because I have volume one. Now, I might go ahead and at least like review that in the next couple of weeks just at least like try that one just to see but i, I think it, I, the way i'm picturing it i think it'd be pretty awesome if like twice a week i do like one zom 100 one call of the night one zom 100 one call of, call of the night two weeks back to back you know and then have other like halloween related things um around that time so who knows maybe maybe i might actually read some horror manga or something i'm not too big into that stuff but yeah so yeah so like, like i said just kind of just putting ideas out there and just seeing what y'all think of that but yeah i think for october i might try to do a little bit more horror 
related themed or at least like in that same vein so be on the lookout for that like i said just be on the lookout for a couple more regular updates uh on the podcast feed like i said with with some of these volumes now that's not to say that like you know not every single volume might not get its own separate dedicated thing you know there might be times to where you know i still might record it and do a youtube video but there might be times where that just gets because you know i've done it before to where that just becomes the main topic of you know one of these podcast episodes because there, there might be a week towards like i review something but i don't really have like a big thing i want to discuss for the week so i might just you know slot that in as the main topic it's just me talking about whatever manga volume so like i said be, be a little like a little bit of uh experimentation mixing and matching and stuff so uh but yeah so that that's that's like so just a little little quick update and and a sneak preview <laughs> of, of what's going on with the youtube channel and reviews and stuff like that in general um and, and the other quick thing i did as well so on on anchor which is the platform that this podcast is on currently uh I had changed my category because it, it, it was kind of hard for me to kind of like try to like figure out, to be honest, because, you know, I talk about fatherhood and family stuff, video games, sometimes, very rarely, <laughs> but video games, manga, anime, TV shows, I have like a big umbrella or a decent sized umbrella. And so up until now, I kind of just been like in just like a general hobbies thing. Well, recently, you know, just just looking at like, you know, like everybody else around in the in a lot of the circles that I'm in, I'm like, man, like while I do talk about a good variety of stuff, I'm like a good chunk of my episodes are, de- are dedicated to freaking anime and manga. <laughs> so I'm like, I need to be slotted into that. And so, yeah, so I, I updated my category to put me fully put me into the uh, the animation and manga category so yeah we'll we'll see how that goes Um, because i I figured that probably better for me in the in the long run you know as far as like growth you know because like i said it kind of felt weird like i'm doing like (laughs) like uh you know like 60 percent of my shows and my content in general is like manga anime and manga related but i'm not in that category you know so anywho we'll we'll see where where that goes and where that takes us um going forward but yeah so i kind of changed that up and speaking of which if you would be so kind because I, I feel like i i don't know if i really really ever do this or not or whatever but if you'd be so kind you know if you've been rocking for me with me for a while if this is your first time if you enjoy the episode or enjoy the work that i do please go to itunes apple wherever and leave a review you know Give me those, those sweet five stars and, and let the world know that Robert's out here doing some pretty cool stuff, you know, so that we can continue to grow and expand and take over the world. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's like really too much else to really like to for me to babble about, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, like I said, I just you know, did, been doing my little exercise stuff and. Family's doing good. Uh, I, I guess I like, like the last little thing. I just kind of just touch on a little bit. You know, it's just like I am you no know, like trying to like 
buckling down even more on the kids, trying to get them in order as far as like consistency with chores and just routines, you know, because there was like multiple days last week to where it's like, it's like, man, it's like, okay, y'all are going to bed and it's like stuff is a mess or, or, you know, just, just little small stuff, whatever. And I'm like, and I, and I know I've had a talk with everybody and I'm like, I'm like, everybody needs to do their part to make the house run. And what I mean by that is, you know, especially, you know, mainly talking to my, my four older ones, cause you know, Vash is still small, but best believe <laughs> as he gets bigger, he's going to be, you know, doing more or whatever. But mainly speaking to my older four kids, um, you know, as far as like, Hey, if everybody does their parts, it's like all four y'all like, like, you know, one has down it, you know, my, my oldest daughter has kitchen, youngest daughter, they're twins, but youngest daughter, dining room, middle son, living room, oldest son, bathroom and hallway. Everybody does their part. And then, you know, it's two of y'all per room. Then we should be good. But I try to explain to them. I'm like, I'm like, when y'all don't do what y'all need to do before y'all go to bed, then, you know, I'm having to, if I'm having to clean up after somebody during what should be my time, dad time then, you know, this ain't going to work, you know, because, because, you know, I've told y'all before, you know, I'm trying to, you know, better structure my time. And so, you know, just like a reminder for those that might have forgotten or if I might not have mentioned it, a few small things I've started doing, like I said, just to like kind of help better myself and my life, you know, as far as like my health and stuff, whatever, is setting boundaries and stuff and stuff for myself. So for the most part, after 11 p.m., I don't do any, I, I'm not supposed to do any more work. Now, I'm breaking that rule tonight because <laughs> it's 1040 and I'm still doing freaking housekeeping and stuff. But hey, it's all good. This, you know, I'm not starting at 11, but generally at 11 o'clock, I'm not doing no more content creation work, whatever, under most circumstances, especially if it's like a night before work. 11 o'clock is my cutoff. And then midnight, I have my phone set to go into do not disturb. So I don't get no notifications or, or notification notes still come in, but I don't hear them and all that stuff. So, so yeah, so midnight, my phone automatically goes into do not disturb until 6 a.m. And that has been awesome. Just even just doing that has been awesome. And like I said, setting that 11 o'clock boundary has been awesome as well. So I tell my kids, I'm like, you know what, you know, I try to have them, you know, in bed between you know nine to nine thirty is that last little time frame of like hey make sure you have everything ready for school you know finish up whatever clothes ready backpack situated computers phones charging whatever because you know basically by basically from 10 to midnight should be my time to do whatever i want to do now if i want to work on something for a little bit during that time that's my time to do that if i just want to you know catch up on some tv shows read some manga for the night watch some anime or TV shows, you know, or, you know, or, you know, if I'm just doing stuff with my wife, I try to explain to them, like, those last couple hours of the night, I should be able to just chill, unwind, do some stuff I need to do, because I, you know, tell them, like, hey, like, like, I do not want to be in this, in this apartment, <laughs> come this time next year, I want us to be in bigger, better places, but I'm like, I have to do work, you know, not saying that this podcast is going to pull me out of this place whatever but 
it is all part of a greater, bigger plan. And so I'm like, I need time to work on my podcast, my website, YouTube, all that stuff, whatever. Mommy needs time for her to, to work on her jewelry and during, uh, doing all that stuff, whatever. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that's kind of like, like a big thing. It was just like trying to stress to them like, hey, we all got to work together. Everybody got to do their parts. And I'm going to stay on y'all until basically it just needs to become just you know, just muscle memory of like, hey, we are just doing stuff without having to be told. Because like I said before, all of my kids, everybody has specific things that they always do. Boys always got stuff under their beds, you know, one of my daughters, she always leaves something on the dining room table or everybody has their little spots that they always miss literally every day. So, but anywho, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. Speaking 20 minutes in, it's getting late and we need, we need to get, get this, uh, get this podcast train rolling. So in order for me to do that. Let's go ahead and just jump right into some news, which I think about that. All right, y'all. So let's get into a little bit of news for the week. So starting off with, let me pull up my thing. So the My Hero Academia, uh, shoot, what's it called? Is it Rising Heroes? Lord, I forgot the name of the freaking movie. <laughs> Anywho, the uh, the 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 latest My Hero Academia movie got a official release date, at least for uh for the U.S. and uh, World Heroes Mission, and it's gonna be coming to theaters on October 29th. So about pretty much what two months from now. Um, we'll have it over here. So very cool, very awesome to have that announcement come through. So yeah, looking forward to to going to watch that. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And a couple other just like just like kind of like quick news beat things, whatever. Kind of on the gaming side. So Gamescom, at least like Gamescom Online gaming um, event happened a few days ago. And just just a couple of like 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 the main uh, announcements that like that got my attention at least. So they announced a new Saints Row game. So they're basically like rebooting the franchise. So you know, new stuff, new story, new characters, all that stuff. So new Saints Row game coming. I believe that's February of 2022. And let me see. And the next thing was a. Uh, let me see. Sorry. Is they also announced a uh, a new Marvel game called Marvel Midnight Suns, and that is going to be coming March 2022. And now this is being made by Firaxis Games, which is the studio that makes the XCOM games. So basically, it's going to be a a Marvel styled XCOM game. So looks pretty good. I never never really got too much into those type of games, but still, like I said, just just something new and cool to be on the lookout for. So yeah, so Midnight Marvel, Midnight Suns coming March of next year. Uh Halo Infinite got a official release date as well as some cool accessories announced. So the game is officially coming out December eighth of this year. And they announced 
with it because this is you know this is also the 20th anniversary of Halo and uh, the Xbox system. They announced a Xbox Series X special edition with like a Halo themed skin on it, and they're also doing a Master Chief special um, Xbox Series Elite Series Two controller as well. So like the color scheme on it was really cool. It's like a mainly like green, but the thumb pad is kind of like a gold looking color, like Chief's visor. Or whatever so but yeah so that that looks really cool like that that system in general looks like really dope so yeah so that's coming out december 8th and then uh horizon forbidden west finally got a release date so it did get pushed out of uh 2021 but it is uh coming february 18th 2022 so yeah i'm very very excited to get my hands on that um, cause I, you know, like I mentioned before, I freaking loved the original Horizon, which, speaking of which, they also, good lord, where am I peeking? They, they also announced that they, they released a, a update patch to bring the original Horizon on PS5 up to 60 frames per second. So, I have it downloaded, I haven't and have the patch and stuff and stuff, I haven't got a chance to actually play it or whatever. But yeah, so but yeah, so that that that's really cool, really dope. So yeah, so looking forward to playing that early part of next year. It looks like like early part of next year is like looking pretty good cuz like like for me alone, actually hold on, let me let me pull up this this calendar real quick. Okay, so yeah, so real quick. So just just like 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 the first couple of months and and this is just stuff that's got my attention. So, for early 2022, so we have Elden Ring coming out on January 21st, 2022. Got Pokemon Legends Arceus coming out January 28th. Uh, Like I mentioned, we got Horizon Forbidden West coming out February 18th. And then we also have Destiny 2 The Witch Queen coming out February 22nd, 2022. So, just just like, like, like those few alone... It's crazy, and like I said, that that's just stuff that has like a date so far, and I know there's there's gonna be like so much more stuff, but um, but yeah, but early early next year is already looking freaking freaking crazy and wild, but uh, but yeah, but anywho, let's just keep keep trucking along so we get get to some of the more good stuff in <laughs> later this episode. Uh, so real quick, so just just like a little quick, a couple little quick game things what I want to talk about just very 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 briefly, so. <laughs> So I, I played, I played, a. well, I didn't really, when you really say I played, but like I tested out the, uh, the demo beta, whatever you want to call it for the new Call of Duty game, Call of Duty Vanguard. And I literally played one match and just was like, yep, that's Call of Duty. And I am not good at Call of Duty. <laughs> so yeah, I'm out. So yeah, so I, I played one match of it just for the sake of playing it. But Call of Duty is not, not really my thing, never has been. I've always been more on the battlefield side of things. But even with that, I, don't, I just don't really play too many, like, shooters too much, especially, you no know, competitive stuff, especially in recent years since since Vash was born. But, um, but, yeah, I tried that out just for the sake of trying it out. It was cool. looks good, I guess. But, yeah, nothing too special. This other one I tried out, there was a demo for this. It's this game called Riders Republic. Now that's kind of like it's kind of like like an extreme sports 
type of game that's going to be coming out where you're going to be doing like, you know. But yeah, and, and extreme sports thing where like I said, like, yeah, you're doing like mountain biking. Uh, I don't know, like, like wingsuit, snowboarding, all these extreme sports stuff, whatever. So, so yeah, so yeah, I, I play like, I play like the entry, the intro part of the demo where you start off doing, doing the mountain biking and man, that, that stuff is like super freaking intense because <laughs> you, you can do it in third person or first They They, by default, it, it defaults it to third person. So I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is pretty fast, but you know, nothing too, too crazy. So I switched over to first person and man, you talk about a freaking nervous adrenaline rush. <laughs> it maybe I was like, I was like, I could never really, I could never see myself doing actual like extreme you know biking and stuff like that whatever because like man the way they were hitting them curves and bobbing it yeah too much for me but yeah it was that then i went into the wingsuits which was pretty cool and then ended on the uh skiing slash snowboarding stuff so but yeah like i said just, just want to just like just to touch on those just real quick just mentioning those that i at least <laughs> i at least picked up a controller a little bit um i, I did also i played like another level in Ratchet and Clank because you know like I mentioned before I'm like man I have so many games that I got to start but I didn't get to finish in recent months I feel horrible about it and so yeah so yeah I played through another level of Ratchet and Clank um and then what else did I do I think I think that might have been it for gaming because because I keep on I want to try 12 minutes but like I've been hearing like mixed reviews and stuff on it so I'm like man is it even worth my time? But hey, it's free on Game Pass, so I still want to at least like try that for myself. Just make that call myself. So I still plan on doing that, and then I still also you know want to go back and finish up uh, Death's Door, and I also want to uh, to try out Psychonauts. Now I've heard people that say like like they've played Psychonauts too, that it's okay to just jump into that. You don't have to play the first one. I feel bad because I like playing stuff in order, but you know that first game was like 15 plus years old. And, you know, the little bit I played of it or whatever, it's like it held up okay, but I just literally just played, like, the intro part of it, like, a month or so back. So, I don't know. I think I might maybe just jump into two and stuff, because I heard that they kind of, like, recap stuff, whatever. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, um, but yeah, but that that's pretty much it. As far as stuff I quote-unquote played. <laughs> you know, like, like I mentioned, I didn't, you know, yeah, y'all know what it is. Anybody that's been listening for a while, you know, I, I go on my, my peaks and valleys with, with my video game stuff, but I'm trying. <laughs> so, let, let's just jump right into some uh, some some anime that I've been watching, and I actually got to watch some stuff this week, and I actually got to catch up on some stuff and try some new stuff. So, first off, I want to start with the uh, Reincarnated as a Slime Season, season 2 Part 2. So I got to watch episode episodes. Oh Lord, sorry if I'm like blowing out your ears, y'all. I don't know. I think like I'm talking like a million miles per hour. But so I got to watch episode episodes 39 through 44. <laughs> so that that was a pretty good little little chunk of uh of episodes to watch. And so, but but honestly, I'm I'm kind of glad that I waited a bit. And that, that I hadn't been keeping up with it because, you know, yeah, it, it had been a little bit, you know, a little, little bit slower. So it wasn't really, really like a super, super big priority, at least for me. 
um, to, to, to watch and try to keep up with it as it went. But, you know, things are kind of finally starting to pick up and, and get going. And so it was kind of cool just to see like more of the other, uh, uh, demon lords come in and oops hold on so i'm trying to pull up something uh yeah yeah more see more of the other demon lords come in learn that freaking uh zeldora has an older sister <laughs> and I, I hope we get to see her and her dragon form at some point because man she she looks like her her like humanoid design looks like freaking cool so i'm, I'm looking forward to uh to seeing that and we got to see like some freaking so cool, awesome fights. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Benny Maru coming there and flexing, just like taking out that giant thing and just like one easy attack. Uh, seeing the different, like, the different like little beast creatures, especially like the, the snake lady going in. And then uh, I guess like, no, I, I don't know, no, just, just learning more. Like I said, just about this world and all these characters and all that different stuff was just so, so fun to, to, to see and to watch. And real quick, I also want to kind of bring in a quick comment from from Matt over on Twitter. Because like I mentioned, I try to put out a post every week before I record to, uh, you know, for y'all to share y'all thoughts on stuff I might be talking about for the episode. And so Matt said, uh, uh, awesome to see you caught up with Slime because it is really taking off uh, now with these awesome fights. My, my boy Gobata uh, with that save too in the previous episode. Yeah, Go, Gobata came in real clutch. <laughs> it, it, it was so cool, like, you know, just getting to see him just like come in, deflect that attack, flex a little bit. You know, then he was like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm out of class. I need to, I need to get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, and then. Uh, seeing man seeing those those two like clown people just completely destroy um i can't remember his name the 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 big orc dude and the and the other guy that they were teaming up with like like they just like (laughs) just destroyed them and so uh now going back a couple episodes i did like their initial uh sneak attack to where they got the people in the little canyon and then all the orcs did a little stomp and like caved in the ground. That stuff looks super freaking cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 just excited to see more of this stuff. Um, oh, it was also cool finally get to see background and find out like okay, um, Millim, what's her name, Millimin, Millim, to see that okay she just got tricked and she's basically just like got that that necklace that's like basically like. Uh, taking control of her and that's why she's working with the uh the other demon lords demon lords and stuff whatever so it's like okay this stuff is starting to kind of make sense whatever so but yeah so uh so yeah so slime good to be caught up on it uh good stuff as usual now let's see sorry let me pull up my thing so next thing i found this uh this new anime that uh if i understand correctly it, it is a partnership between crunchyroll and adult swim i want to say i think that this is a anime original let me let me double check real quick okay so yeah yeah it looks like it is a a anime original series that is produced by uh, production ig 
And so, uh, yeah, there, there's uh, officially as of today, there's four episodes out now. And so, um, like I said, I'm watching it on Crunchyroll, but I know it's also airing on Adult Swim, I guess. And it's also on uh, Hulu. So, yeah, based, so basically the, the basic premise of it is this princess. So I guess she's a princess. So basically it starts off with, you know, us seeing this, this young girl, this child, you know, being saved by this other kid child or whatever. Getting her like, like they're on this big boat. And so... The boy is leading her away to this uh to this lifeboat or whatever, and we see her father, you know, t- saying some stuff to her or whatever, and then yeah, so yeah, so she you know gets sent off whatever by herself, and the big storm comes, and when she wakes up, she's on this little island, and then we jump ahead like ten plus years, and so now you know she's of age so to speak, and so they're getting ready to. The, the family or whoever she's been living with or whatever they get they're getting ready to marry her off um or, or to court her around i guess i should say not trying to marry her off but just like kind of court her around and all that uh, stuff but during this you know she she tries to think of plans to like to escape and all this stuff and so anywho uh these two older guys show up out of nowhere like trying to help her beating up the guards and stuff along with all these like Pardon the language, you know, badass looking ninjas, <laughs> you know. And so, anywho, so kind of find out, I guess she, you know, we still like fully found out like her full backstory or whatever, but she was an important figure from wherever she was from because, you know, she, she is very distinguishable because she has this like very, very pretty white hair, pretty eyes, all this stuff, whatever. And so, so yeah, so she stands out, but. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so these people help her escape or whatever, and so now she's on this journey with this crew of characters, and so and the the lead ninja samurai assassin dude whatever of that group is the young guy, the young boy from her childhood that helped her escape the ship that her father's ship that's been attacked, and so yeah, so him, so her, you know, their little like samurai crew, the two older guys. They set off on this, on this journey across the sea to basically try to figure out what's going on. Because the two older guys, they had been they've been searching for her for years and years and years, and almost gave up until they heard rumors of like, okay, hey, this girl with white hair, she was spotted here on this island, and so yeah. But yeah, but overall, like first of all, like like it it looks so freaking pretty. Like like visually, it looks so freaking good. Um. It, especially especially like like the scenes where it's kind of like like looking over like different landscapes and stuff or like looking across the water when they're traveling because they, they kind of have this kind of like like submarine type of boat thing and so but yeah it, it looks like I said, it just looks freaking cool uh, i'm really liking the dynamic of of the crew and all the different characters and stuff and yeah i'm, I'm just not really curious like to learn more about you know, the backstory, the background, who this girl is, what she's doing, because the only like, like lead or connection thing, whatever was, there's this like, this like small, like glass, uh, shaped, uh, prism thing or whatever that her father left behind for her, but nobody really knows like what's going on. And so in the most recent episode, episode four, 
they go to this island where they heard that that they make these things and so long story short the uh the the, the grandfather or the the, the old man that kind of like um is familiar with the history of the stuff whatever he looks at it and like there's like secret etchings on it that tells him like okay when this was made who made it da, 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 da. and so he gets his granddaughters to bring them like basically like, like the like record book of when it was sold or whatever <laughs> and the wild thing is is not only the year it was sold or made or whatever but the order or the the person that was noted as purchasing it was freaking uh john d arc <laughs> which is wild now now let me say that he says like her doing it isn't necessarily wild because he's like he's like oh uh, you know, famous people that that's no big like we've had we've had Christopher Columbus, we've had Da Vinci, all different types of big name people over the years that have bought in this stuff from us. But the weird thing was the date that that it said it was purchased was five years after she said after after Jean uh Jean d'Arc supposedly, you know, was burned at the stake. So yeah, so they kind of like open up the doors, like okay, like what's really going on? What what is this? And so, uh, so yeah, so that that's that's like I said, just just like a brief rambling <laughs> of of me trying to explain this series. But um, but yeah, if if you're looking for something something new, fun, bubbly, very beautiful to look at, check out Fina Pirate Princess. So I think let me see, it's supposed to be okay. It's listed for twelve episodes, so. Um, yeah, it, it just started airing last week, but they dropped, or what, two weeks ago, but they dropped uh, two episodes together, and now they're doing one every Saturday, Saturday night. So, um, so yeah, so check that out. And let's see, last thing I watched was freaking, Lord, <laughs> Re Remake Our Life. So, Remake Our Life, Episode 8. <laughs> Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Man, there, there was so much stuff that kept on happening in this episode, man, from everything from, and, and I cannot wait to listen to the homies over at uh, Mike Check Waifu Waifu Podcast because they, they've been on this series since the beginning. They the ones that put me on it. So I can't wait to hear what, what they got to say about this episode. But man, I I don't know. <laughs> Like, I I had a feeling things were kind of like kind of I, I had a feeling something was gonna happen because the 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 main character, you know, he and, and understandably so, you know, he's kind of like 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 the main production uh, director guy, so he has to like keep everything on schedule. But when he was kind of like going around, was like, all right, well, we gotta cut this, we gotta shorten this, do making all these changes, you know, in order for them to to hit their deadline. I was like, I was like, I was like, they, they're going to have to, I was like, somebody's going to pay for something somewhere along this. So anyway, so, so, so they finished their game, get it out, this sells, they all get some money. And then the, the, the writer guy of the group, he pulls the MC to the side or like, Hey, we need to go have a talk. And basically tells him like, yo, I'm dropping out of school. And basically just saying like, like, like I realized that like, I can't, I can't do this without you, whatever, and, 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 and basically that sucks to think about, you know, it's like, you know, he thought that, okay, I could do this, I can do that to help myself get better, but it's like, every time I failed and I was falling, you were always there, you always had the answer, you always knew how to fix stuff, 
And I just basically, I just can't compete with that. And so he decides to freaking quit. And that leads to the freaking MC. He goes to sleep. And once again, spoilers, he wakes up back 10 years or whatever in the present time. And he has a daughter. And he's married to uh to, to the blue haired chick. And it's like, yo, what? <laughs> so it, it's crazy now that now that they're adding this other element into this, and this is episode eight. You know, as far as I know, this is only a twelve episode series. So for them at, at this close to the end, throwing in this wrench, like what the heck is going to happen, you know? And so, um at, at least at least I think at least I think it's scheduled for just Eight episodes. Let's see. Remake our life. Does she? Oh no. Oh well. Hold on. Let's see. They don't. Okay. They don't have a set list of episodes listed. Hmm. And the oh. Okay. This is interesting because I see that the light novel and the manga are all still ongoing. So, huh? <laughs> or is is this about to be a freaking uh freaking Tokyo Revengers <laughs> type type of situation? Um, which I'm not gonna spoil that, but um, but yeah, oof. Okay, that that might that might open up some things. So especially if if that's still going, but um, huh? Sorry, I I did just learned the new information, but um. But yeah, so I'm I'm really curious like how this is gonna go, and seemingly there's there's a chance this might go for a bit, cause yeah, if 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 he went back in episode eight, I highly doubt he'll be able to figure out whatever to trigger to go back and to try to correct this again in the next four episodes. So I think there might be a chance this might be longer, you know, than the. Uh, you know, damn freaking 12 episodes or whatever. So, but we shall see. But yeah, yeah, Remake Our Life. Um, or, or any of y'all, you know, watching that as well. You know, if so, you know, let let me know. Because, uh, cause yeah, that that is some, that that was some wild stuff, like I said, that happened this episode. And I definitely did not expect that, you know, that freaking twist where he ended up, you know, changing stuff so drastically that now he's, you know, married, has a kid, all this stuff, whatever. So, yeah, yeah, remake our life. Yeah, go go check it out if you're not already. So let's see. All right, so let let's just jump right into some freaking manga talk because <laughs> I got a lot of that to talk about too. So, uh, My Hero Academia Vigilantes. Um, let's start with that. So I caught up on chapters 107 and 108, and basically with that, it was just wild, just seeing like. Like uh, number six and Koichi just continue their bat their fight, and <laughs> it, it 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 is just so crazy. Just like looking at how Koichi, how his quirk has just evolved over the course of the series, to where you know at the beginning he was just like that, just just down on all fours, just scooting down the the sidewalks and stuff, whatever, getting around. To where now he's like launching off of buildings. He's producing like reflector shields and all different types of crazy stuff. And 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 now even to the point to where he is subconsciously he 
Koichi has entered Ultra Instinct. Is <laughs> is basically what happened because number six, y'all know he has that speed quirk, but even at the speeds that he's moving, Koichi is like subconsciously blocking all of them, and so that that was just so wild to just see that stuff happening and to see like 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 the like the vestige of old clock you know just like hmm you know analyzing everything and just kind of like breaking down everything and so yeah that that yeah that whole fight was just so wild and to see like now number six is getting scared and and intimidated <laughs> about uh koichi which you know if, if you tell me in chapter one somebody would be intimidated by this guy <laughs> Uh, I would think you probably thought talking about a different series, but um, but yeah, but Koichi out here doing his thing and getting getting his little power up. Now, speaking of power up, freaking number six, he did this weird like crazy transformation where it's like a a phase six where he looks like a freaking uh, straight demon looking thing, and so or what they called it a, a variant or something like that or whatever where basically he's able to to go full speed just non-stop so yeah <laughs> so it's a but 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 even with that high speed koichi is still just outclassing him dodging blocking all that stuff now i think number six does get like a couple of cool hits in but uh but uh but yeah but <laughs> So I'm just like, cause I'm, I'm looking at these, some of these panels and just like, oh, clock's just monologue talking about, talking about Koichi, talking about his body may not boast your strength and speed, but his quirk activates instantly in response to the, to the slightest threat. He makes those tricky judgment calls on the spot in the moment. Um, think of it as a conditioned reflex drilled into his system through combat experience. So... Yeah, that that is all just like so freaking wild, and he's even like freaking like producing like little shields off like reflectors off the side of his face, and so yeah, it, it is just so crazy just seeing Koichi just going toe to toe with with this dude. But um, but yeah, but yeah, not, but yeah, vigilantes and and number uh, and uh, Koichi man just doing doing their thing. <laughs> Now, while while we're on the uh, on the My Hero train, uh, let's go over to My Hero Academia manga chapter three twenty four titled "A Young Woman's Declaration," and so, uh, so yeah, so this chapter was really heavy on, you know, Ochiko just continuing to just give her plea and her cry to the people, just like, hey, listen, like like Deku, he is out here doing this stuff for y'all you know and it's like it's like he, you know he needs to rest you know basically and uh and real quick i also mention this real quick uh uh matt also commented saying uh, my hero was so good really emotional happy to see ochako get the spotlight yeah happy to see ochako get the spotlight and so uh yes i agree with you too and so uh yeah it, it was just so cool just like this chapter was like a lot of like callbacks a lot of characters in the crowd from like uh, from like throughout the series because somebody had mentioned let me see if i can find him there's this one guy in the crowd that was there in chapter one 
Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see if I can find him. Huh. I don't see him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On page 15, there's a guy on the side over there where Principal Nezu is that has kind of like a star on his shirt and like little star-shaped hair. Um, he was in multiple panels with Deku in chapter one. So that, that was so wild and that somebody was able to like catch that too. But um, but yeah, this, this whole chapter, like the panels were so freaking good. Um, and just seeing Ochiko just scream that, you know, this is, you know, this is, uh, you know, Deku or this place is his um, hero academia. Let him stay here. And so, but yeah, they, these chapters or these panels are just like so filled with just like emotion and feeling. Um, and like I said, especially like, like at the end with the little like fox lady and Coda came up out the crowd to come and like uh, embrace Deku and to like support him was just so freaking good. Um, and that, that last little panel of them three together just so, so cute, so adorable. But uh, yeah, man, yeah, my hero, you know, it, it has, you know, has been a little bit slow the last few judges, but I feel like it's much needed stuff. Um, just because, especially like some of the craziness we just went through in like the last like couple dozen chapters. So things kind of slowing down and refocusing, recentering, you know, I feel like it's definitely, you know, was, was much needed. Um, and you know, and of course it's really cool just getting to see Ochiko getting her, her moment to shine and stuff. So yeah. So I think that's really it. All I got to say from my hero, let me just see real quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. So, next up, and this is just just be a little, little quick shout out to to a homie of mine, Mister Mister Philip. Um, a, a few weeks ago, y'all might have heard me mention that like a month ago, somewhere recently, I mentioned this other kind of like a web comic I started reading called Space Crush, and so the author of that, like I said, I met him around the time when not long after he had put out the first chapter. And so, anywho, so he dropped chapter two a week or so ago. So, I finally got into reading it. And I, I don't have, like, too much, like, in-depth stuff to say whatever. Because, like I said, it's only the second chapter of the series. But, just want to say I'm still, you know, I already, already messaged this to you privately. But I still just want to just say it publicly. Still, you know, enjoying seeing your work progress. Especially, like, getting a chance to, like, be a part of this from literally the beginning. You know? Because it... I feel I feel like this this is different from you know I'm 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 on the I'm on on the ground floor of like reading like Never Way of the Samurai or Martial Artist and and uh, Hunters Guild Red Hood, but you know while I did start with those from the beginning, this is a little bit more personal because this is actually somebody that I can, you know, reach out and talk to, you know, that this would be, you know, it'd be, it'd be one thing if it was like, Oh, I got, I got, you know, into one piece at the very beginning and I could just DM Oda on Twitter, <laughs> you know, and be like, Hey man, enjoy the, enjoy the chapter, you know, uh, you know, can't, can't wait to see, get, can't wait to see where this, uh, Zoro character goes, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that, that, but yeah, like I said, that, that's like been like a very awesome and enjoy and enjoyable part of reading Space Crush, like I said, along with just like, you know, just like with the story and stuff itself, just like developing getting to like learning and and see these characters and stuff, but also just getting a chance to just speak and communicate with you on a regular basis 
and just, you know, like I said, just, you know, provide feedback and stuff, whatever like that. And yeah, so it, it's just really cool. And like I said, just go check it out. Um, if you listen to this or whatever, you want to just try out something new, go check out Space Crush. Um, like I said, it's two chapters out so far. And uh, yeah, and, you know, <laughs> that's the thing I want to say. I, I, I enjoy it because, you know, the, that first chapter, you know, was uh, really, really long and meaty. And full of a lot of action, and I know we talked about this privately, but I still just want to say again, you know, I did enjoy, you know, with the second chapter that, you know, with it being a little bit slower, that you did also mix in it's a little bit more, you know, a couple of like comedic moments and stuff, whatever, and, you know, a little bit of like a, a like semi slash sad flashback with somebody, and so uh, yeah, but yeah, I I just enjoy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just enjoying it, man. So, yeah, so keep up the great work, and I look forward to Chapter 3. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so Space Crush, go check that out. So, next up, let's talk about some Chojin uh, X, <laughs> which uh, I read Chapters 6 and 7 of. And, man, Chojin X, that, that is a... Uh, Man, this series is just so freaking wild. Um, hold on. So yeah, so so seeing the continued fight between uh, the main character, the snake lady, and the little ash girl, or ash firepower girl, that <laughs> this was just some crazy stuff. Um, just seeing them fight, um, seeing, you know, uh, Shoot, what what is his name? I know it's supposed to be Tutorio. Okay, yeah, Tokyo. <laughs> so yeah, so so yeah, so seeing Tokyo, the main character, just seeing him like continue to try to fight this freaking crazy snake chick. And uh I'm looking, looking, looking. Okay, anywho. Um but yeah, like seeing them trying to like continue to fight the snake chick, them trying to escape and run away, and then huh, where was it? Cause like their escape was horrible. And then uh, the fire girl came in. She she got in a really good attack on the snake chick. But then the uh, we get the the reveal of of new transformations called full beastification, to where she turns into this freaking giant uh, white snake children Nari. And so she freaking just like whips her tail around, knocks the little girl to the side, and then comes up and she ends up uh, swallowing the girls. <laughs> and so, uh, or did she swallow her? About to swallow her? Hold on, I forgot. Do, 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 do. Okay, no, she's about to swallow her, but she got close. But anywho, main main point is is that yeah, we we learned that there's this new thing called beastification and so and so in the you know thick of the fight everything looking very dire Tokyo wonders he's like well if she can do it then maybe I can do it too and so yeah he goes freaking full beastification mode and turns into like this kind of like vulture looking thing which you know makes sense that's kind of what he looks like and so he's zipping around, but he's moving so freaking fast that he can't, you know, he can't control himself. But yeah, we his design, I like his design to whatever, but uh, full or vulture Chojin Tokyo uh, Kurahara. 
And so, uh, so yeah, so he's bouncing around. So I feel so light and stuff. I can feel the wind or I can feel the wild ferocity coursing through my whole body. But he can't, <laughs> you know, he has little to no understanding of his powers. So he tries to punch a snake. He doesn't put enough. He doesn't put enough force into his fist. Breaks his damn hand <laughs> and stuff. And then. Some freaking why I, I love moments like this where where some 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 new badass characters just show up out of nowhere. And so so Tokyo was attempting to try to so so him and the little girl came up with this plan of like, okay, he'll hold the snake's mouth open, she'll shoot the fire inside his mouth, and that's how they'll kill it from the inside since the scales are so strong. Well his beastification wears out and fails midways. And he's about to get swallowed by the snake. And then all of a sudden, somebody shows up and does a technique that says, First blade, loaned sword, pierced viscera, heaven set. As a freaking gigantic sword comes from the sky and stabs a snake, the snake, not a snack, the snake, across his freaking face. And then the person continues saying duplicate. And we get like freaking... A dozen more swords just coming through, just stabbing the snake in from all, all sides and stuff. And so that ends up breaking the the girl's snake transformation. And so we get introduced to somebody. What is this guy's name? Um, so I don't know if we get his name yet. I don't think I can't remember if we get his name or not. But basically, he comes in you know, to tell the girl like, "Yo, you're using your beastification outside of jurisdiction." And so, yeah, so this dude ends up, you know, saving Tokyo and the girl and end up, uh, you know, transporting them uh, to their base. And so basically come to find out there's like a school where they train children's and we meet the weird, <laughs> the weird uh, dude, the big dude with the weird kind of like fate, what's his name, a Hoshi. Hoshi uh, Sendaki or Sendak, and so uh, he's a he's a t- he's actually a teacher there. So it's gonna be funny just to see like more of this dude um, as the series goes on. But um, but yeah, it, it's kind of cool just seeing like okay, there's a there's a school for these kids, and uh, you know, and then there there's hope for him to like just like to learn and for us like to meet. Who knows? what all different types of children and and crazy stuff we're gonna we're going to uh to encounter so uh so yeah so that that was freaking children x and uh let me see and matt also commented saying you know that battle against the snake girl was epic in children x i got chills from tokyo's full beastification also can't help but giggle at hoshi's uh sandax face Excited to see where this next heart go. So yeah, I agree with everything Matt just said there. And yeah, and uh, yeah, that dude's face is... <laughs> just because like, cause everybody else's face is like so expressive and stuff. But he just says like this freaking just like stone cold, stone faced, freaking a uh, crimson chin type of face. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so Children X, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and, I'm, and I'm enjoying that we're getting these freaking really big and meaty chapters here and there and I, I love that that at least uh, Ishida kind of has seems to have freedom right now to kind of release when he's ready 
there's no dictated page count because aside from chapter one, obviously we knew it was going to be super long. Let me see. Chapter two was 76 pages. Chapter three was 33. Uh, let's see. Chapter four was 20. Chapter five was 23. And then chapter six was 27. And then chapter seven was 42 pages. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving these, these random, uh, Trojan X drops. So keep, keep them coming. Ashita, <laughs> you know, we, we out here, we reading them. So, uh, so yeah, so let's see. So let's, let's, let's roll right on the freaking, uh, one piece. So one piece manga chapter 1023 titled spitting image. And so on the cover this week, we have a reader request um, VV singing with sparrows while Ka- while Kaoru looks on with jealousy by Ari. So real quick, I just kind of just I'll just roll this up into one. So before I get into this chapter, or whatever, I just want to just give a shout out. So they they did a special collaboration chapter. Um, what was it? Chapter two 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 two. I think it was like two twenty three or something. Whatever. Oh, let me look real quick. Um, yeah, it was a special one shot. Uh, okay, it was a special one shot from the from the manga creator of Nisekoi, uh, Naoshi Komi, and she covers uh, Vivi's adventure. And we, man, I, I wish I could show you all this, but but yeah, but it's uh, it's from chapter two seventeen, Vivi's adventure, and like like the art style and stuff, like 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 the cover page, the color page for this was so beautiful. Um that you know what I'm, I'm also just talk about this and then the main chapter the main chapter afterwards but but basically this was just like just like seeing that whole like little section of the crew leaving alabasta and vivi deciding not to go with them and stuff and and the iconic you know holding up the arm with the x's on it and stuff whatever all that stuff was here uh, it was what 49 pages but um but yeah it, it was just so awesome like i said just to, just to see this iconic moment just you know through the lens of a different manga author and through their style so um so yeah so check that out like i said it's called the uh the one piece naoshi komi uh vivi's adventure uh one shot so go check that out like so just very pretty just like so just really nice just to get to to revisit and, and you know go over that uh iconic chapter again and, and i think they i think that they might be doing more collaborations like that in the future so but anywho so on to one piece proper so like i said chapter 10 23 title spitting image and that title has so many layers this week because it applied to freaking uh you know zoro um who was it uh uh hiogoro and uh kawamasu talking hiogoro talking about how zoro uh reminds him or looks like uh, the the or like one like the former leaders of the of the Shimosuke clan, and also like the like a like, basically he's saying Zoro looks just like Ryuma alike uh, a lot, even to the point of having you know a, the scar and the one eye and all that stuff. So it was that um, Marco's comments about 
king and his race again and then queen mentioning something about some race called the Lunaria which I'm guessing is king's race but he said that in relation to Sanji because Sanji can produce flames just like king so I'm curious like what's going on there and stuff but uh but you know well I'm just gonna just go through the chapter a little bit or whatever before I get to the big thing at the end so uh so yeah so yeah so Marco going over that stuff again as Zoro and uh, Sanji continue to clash with King and Queen and uh let me see do, 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 do. Let's see, I already talked about that stuff. The comparisons. Um, and th these panels just look so freaking good. Just, uh, <laughs> I, I cannot wait to see these fights, this, these moments like animated and animated. I know they're going to go so freaking crazy doing it. But um, let me see. We also get some, get a little bit catching up of Jack versus uh, uh, Dogstorm. And Dogstorm ended up uh, going so long to fight Jack and we also see uh, Nekomamushi going too long in his fight against Perospero uh, and let's see Raizo and Fukurokuju so yeah so this kind of leads us to the big thing so so Fukurokuju you know is talking about uh, Raizo talking about you know what a joke you ghosts are with Odin dead you're reduced to, to following a child and then Raizo says don't mock youth you fool you know, we were we were no one before he raised us into samurai. You see, everyone grows in life. And Wano itself will watch over Lord Momonosuke's growth. We won't let the likes of you steal it. And so, uh, I love this transition for the end of the chapter to where we get everybody freaking out. to me like, yo, yo what, what is Kaido doing here? Everybody get ready. And we get the awesome reveal. And I cannot wait to see this in the anime because it's going to be colored. And it's going to look so pretty. But... We get to see a freaking, basically a giant pink version of Kaido, but it is Momonosuke. And so, I just love this just panel of just Luffy just looking at at, at giant dragon Momonosuke as he thinks back to the first time he encountered Momo at Punk Hazard. As, you know, Luffy's like, is that you, Momo? And then uh, Momo's like, indeed. <laughs> And so, uh, so I guess everybody's like, like, yo, that, that's the same kid. And then they're like, yeah, Momonosuke, Lord, Momonosuke, Lord Momonosuke is now 28. And so Shinobu or Luffy is like, like asking Shinobu, like, why is she crying? And then he said, and then she says, because, you know, he looks just like I'm guessing Odin. But I, I hope that there's like some type of difference. Or I hope it's not like a hundred percent carbon copy of Odin's design. Um, so I, I hope that they do something a little bit different there, but um, yeah, I, I am very excited, very eager to uh, to see the uh, the follow up on that. And let me see, I think Matt had a comment on this as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, One Piece was so hype. Um, my body is ready for the Momo slash Luffy team up fight against Kaido. Um, and I agree with you there, buddy. Uh, yeah, that that whole. The, the whole chapter itself was freaking insane. Like I said, just Zoro and Sanji versus King and Queen. And then like the the comparisons with Zoro and Ryuma, Sanji, and maybe his stuff with King's race. And then, yeah, just the Sulong animals. And then, of course, freaking adult Momo. So, 
yeah, I cannot wait to see more of freaking One Piece. <laughs> All right, so trucking along. So next up, we're going to talk about freaking uh, Hunter's Guild Red Hood, manga chapter eight, Hot-Blooded Debonair. And so I, I, really, I really love this like cover of it with, uh, was it Milty and Tilty, the brother and sister on this freaking like cool looking motorcycle thing. But, um, oh, actually, I think I think that's the fortress just designed as a motorcycle. I don't know. But anywho, um, looks freaking cool. So, yeah, so, so man, <laughs> so, yeah, so, remember last chapter, we got the crazy reveal that the mayor was still alive. Well, we continue with that because this chapter, chapter eight, begins with them again, talking about, um, as we hear the, uh, I guess, yeah, the wolf saying to the mayor, Yes, the goal of the red list is the same as yours. However, do not make assumptions, Hatch Horlock. Um, you know, you are not a compatriot of ours. You are a convenient tool we chose to use. That is all. Because you edited the script. Now, that part immediately, like, light bulb in my head, like, okay, are these people or something with the mayor somebody's doing are they literally changing up what's going on with the story because you know this is kind of like like based off of like looks like like grim fairy tales type of stuff so does somebody have that type of ability or what's going on but yeah the wolf continues up because you edited the script adding dodo and the other some of the other werewolves we had to step in and fix the errors you introduced the more we must adjust the story for comp for coherence. The more the characters get yanked out, and the mayor's like, "What's done is done. It can't be changed." Quit complaining about it all the time. So, uh, but yeah, and the wolf, you no, know, the, or the uh, Cinderella, the witch is like, "We know it can't be changed. That's why we're furious." Grim's no dummy. She'll have noticed for sure. If she reports it to the group to the guild, they might even find out about the Hamlet. So I'm curious, like, what does that mean? You know, about the freaking Hamlet. But, um, you know, you used to be part of the guild, right? Isn't that, you know, really bad for you? You could have outlined that scene in a dozen different ways, but why push it forward that way? All you did was waste precious page space. Um, Seriously, Mr. Mayor, what are you trying to do with his story as we transition from the mayor to Velu? Now, <laughs> some, something crazy I just thought about, like, is, is there a possibility that, that the mayor, that Velu is the mayor just from a different alternate timeline? And so it's like the mayor trying to correct something he did wrong in his youth or something. I'm, I'm very curious. But, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, so we kind of skip ahead a bit and we learned that it has now been 10 weeks since, you know, everybody's been on the ship doing their training and stuff. And so with that, we're getting ready or like some 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 roommates and stuff condensed so now bonkers is a is a roommate of velu's and we also get this other person called uh mariopis mariopios um but he's just called mario for for because his name is so long <laughs> but um but yeah so he comes in curious to know more about this dude whatever he has like a weird thing for leftover food to where he can't be around it so it's either hey either eat it or get rid of it so he has like some type of like weird phobia <laughs> with leftover food so but um but anywho so 
getting ready. So they're getting ready for like this like final part of the examination, the uh, the Ironworks final deportation exam. Um, as the name suggests, it's the test to get off the train. Those who pass earn the right to debark at the guild at Guild HQ and join the Hunters Guild. Those who fail must must remain on the Ironworks enduring the same hellish training regimen for the entire three month trip back. So yeah, so everybody's kind of talking, getting ready for this thing, and you know, uh, people are asking. Um, bonkers and tilty like yo y'all have taken this test before like 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 hey give us some tips some hints or whatever and they tell him or they tell the person uh, mario like hey the test changes every time so i you know I, there's nothing i could tell you that would be of help to you and so kind of find out uh uh what's her name uh debonair she announced she announces that the game it's going to be a game of cops and robbers. <laughs> and so they have three, there's three hours until they reach their destination. So um, basically you have to just escape and keep escaping until, you know, she puts the, unless uh, basically you're trying to escape from her printing these handcuffs on, on you. And so, yeah, she's like, yeah, the same as the games with kids or whatever. And, uh, you know, let me see. Do, 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 do. Let me see. So yeah, so yeah, if you get captured and handcuffed, you automatically failed. And so, uh, so yeah, so if you know, everybody's like, okay, cool, you know, just running and hiding, you know, won't be enough to save you. Use everything you've learned these last three months and show me you've got what it takes to beat this test. And then, uh, and then we hear a voice say, only one cop makes it too easy. I'll join in as we see Graham in her adult form. And everybody's freaking out. Everybody's looking like Grim of the Hundred Canyons. And then she's like, all this training has left me bored. A practical exercise like this seems like fun. And then, uh, yeah. And so she's like, you know, uh, or Debonair is like, whoa, really, Grim? We haven't fought together since the since incident 38. And then Grim says, this doesn't qualify as a fight. It'll be nothing but a one-sided beatdown. <laughs> so Graham is ready to go so right as they're doing the countdown getting ready to start it they get a alarm an emergency alarm sounding that basically a, a sea, sea butterfly 13 a tidal manta ray is coming towards the uh, the facility and so everybody's smell how big it is you know it's so basically it's something that's going to swallow up the whole location and then Debonair is like yo I'll handle this. And then, uh, and then, uh, Graham says, Hey, Debonair will be fine. She's like me. She was cursed with a witch's hex. Um, and we see a bunch of like her soldiers come out saying, Your, your furnace harness, harness, ma'am. And then she says, Just the limbs. And then we learn that Debonair's curse is the curse of heat. Her body emits scorching levels of heat burning all around her. And so she looks so freaking badass with this freaking, it, it's just, it's like, it's like some, uh, suit of armor, but honestly, like, 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 like the way the armor is designed kind of reminds me of somebody, I can't remember, like, like, like some type of character from either a Bloodborne or Dark Souls that kind of had like a similar shape, 
um, arms and stuff, whatever, for the armor. But, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, so these weapons are designed to help her control the heat. And so she gets out, she just freaking just lunges into the water and just does this giant concentrate heat right arm, 1500 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, billet punch and just socks the freaking giant stingray or a manta ray but she doesn't kill it she just knocks it away and yeah now everybody's like all right so this is who we have to freaking play cops and robbers against <laughs> so uh so yeah so I, i'm very curious like so just for more of freaking uh of, of what's going on because like i said like, like like with with that stuff at the beginning of the chapter with freaking the mayor and the wolf and Cinderella talking, it, it just, I, I can't help but to be curious, you know? So, um, so yeah, so let, let me know what, what y'all think of, uh, of what y'all think of that freaking craziness. So speaking of craziness, <laughs> the last manga I'm going to talk about today, and, and this is a doozy of one, it's a manga called Dandadan. And this is done by, uh, the author is Yokinobo Tatsuya, or Tatsu, Yokinobo Tatsu. So, Dan to Dan, so the author of this, he was a, 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 uh, assistant for the authors in the series of Chainsaw Man and Hell's Paradise. So, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I honestly don't even know where to begin. So I guess I'll start off by saying like, like this is a mature rated series for Shonen Jump or Shonen Jump Plus. So because of that, on the Shonen Jump side, it's only available through the Shonen Jump website. And then if you want to read it on, on an app, it's only available on the Manga Plus app, which for those who don't know, Manga Plus and Shonen Jump are the same thing, more or less. It's just that Manga Plus is the international version of Shonen Jump because Shonen Jump is only in, you know, select countries, whereas uh, Manga Plus is pretty much worldwide. Everybody, no matter what country, country for the most part, you can get it. But anyway, so so manga, so so Dan to Dan. Laura, I don't even know where to start with this thing, but I'm, I'm not gonna go like every chapter, but. The basic thing starts off with basically the, 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 this, sorry, I'm trying to, trying to freaking gather my freaking thoughts for this. So basically just like, just like a general premise, because honestly, I feel like if you're not, if you're not already reading Dan to Dan, you should, but just, I'm going to kind of just like go as surface level as I can, but I still got to talk about some of this stuff because it's freaking, so it comes out every Monday. I'll start by saying that. And they already and they dropped the first twenty one chapters on us, so you have a nice big chunky, chunky, crazy read ahead of you. So, Dan to Dan. So it basically starts off with this this boy, this this guy and girl that meet or whatever in class, and basically they end up through other reasons or whatever. Basically they end up talking, and so the girl she believes in paranormal stuff like like ghosts and spirits and stuff whatever she doesn't believe in aliens and vice versa the boy believes in aliens and ufos but doesn't believe in ghosts so basically they both dare each other to go to the most like like the most well-known areas for each and stuff whatever and so the boy goes to this tunnel and encounters what this this 
demon thing, whatever it's called, the spirit called Turbo Granny that runs, this old lady that runs super fast. And the first line she says to him is, uh, hold on, I want to I get it uh, um, as close to as close to a verbatim as possible. I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit because this was some wild stuff when I first read it. Um, I'll let you suckle my teats. <laughs> and so he, of course, he dips. He's running after him. That crazy. Man, you you in a dark tunnel and some ghoulish looking old lady just like, yo, you want to suck on my titties? <laughs> I'd be out of there too, boy. He dipped. And then on the same side, the girl encounters these three basically ends up being alien dudes or whatever. And they end up chasing, grabbing her, stripping her down and strapping her to this little word apparatus thing talking about you know, they're 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 some they are aliens and basically their race they can you know they can reproduce themselves, but because it's just them, they're just creating clones that's looking the same or whatever. And so they want to use her to kinda of like help expand, you know, their race and their abilities and stuff, whatever. And so basically they created themselves like some like freaky robot penises. And so they're gonna basically like try to do her and all types of crazy stuff, whatever. And they're also there to, to harvest, as they call it, um, male or human bananas. So th- this series, like I said, it is just wild, crazy, very mature adult humor, <laughs> to, to to say the least. But uh, but yeah, so th- this, yeah. But I, it's been so freaking fun. It was so fun to to read this stuff. And so, of course, throughout all this, the girl, she ends up awakening like some like psychic abilities, um, like telekinesis or just like different like psychic type of abilities. The boy ends up getting possessed by the turbo granny and part of the possession is or the the trade off of the possession is that the turbo granny, she ends up taking his thing. So he is thingless now as part of the curse that she's put on him, but he has all these, like, crazy abilities. Well, Lord. So, <laughs> this thing, it just keeps on getting crazy and crazy because we get we get introduced to, to the girl, um, uh, Momo Ayase, her grandmother, because her grandmother is supposedly like a, like a, a medium or whatever, but her grandmother looks freaking hot. <laughs> you know, she's supposed to be her grandmother, but she looks like she's, like, her older sister. Like, she, she looks good. For, for somebody that's supposed to be a grandma, she looks beautiful. She's in shape. She's wild. <laughs> and, and, and all that crazy stuff. But, um, but yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, things just keep on going from there. And they, they over these 21 chapters so far, they've encountered a couple of different alien creatures. Some different uh, monsters and ghouls and stuff, whatever. Uh, the the poor the poor boy keeps on getting stuff taken from him because he finally he finally gets his thing back, but then another curse takes his balls, <laughs> and one of one of his balls got turned into like this like gold jewel literally, and picked up by this other female student and it ends up unlocking innate superpower like abilities and stuff whatever within her and. It, it it is just such a freaking wild and crazy ride <laughs> to uh to to say the least but um i 
I, maybe one day I might go like more super in depth with everything, but like I, said, I just want just like just to talk about it a little bit. But um, but yeah, it, it it is just so freaking just crazy. But I'm I'm like I said, I'm freaking loving it and enjoying it. But um, but yeah, that that's Dan to Dan. Like I said, it's 21 chapters out so far. Probably 22 by the time you hear this podcast um later this week. Um, but yeah, like the 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 art of it just looks so freaking good. The action. Like I said, the the adult humor and stuff, whatever, it's just so off the wall. But um, but yeah, that definitely like I said, go go check this crazy mess out. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm just laughing, just like looking at some of these freaking crazy funny panels and stuff. But um, but yeah, Dan to Dan, freaking cool. Go read it. So let let me take a quick quick little break. And then come back, come back and talk a little bit about um, main topic of the day. So be right back. All right. So, <laughs> oh boy, here we are at midnight again. Literally just ticked over to midnight. But let, let's let's still get into this though. So the main main topic I want to kind of talk about today is kind of looking back. Um, so it it has been a year now. At my current job, you know, still on contract, doing IT work in a tangentially related um, medical field or medical company, I should say, whatever. I'm not having to go out to, I'm not really having to go out to the hospitals and clinics and stuff myself, but uh, basically I'm kind of part of a team that is like at our home base um, where we were responsible for getting in all the equipment that goes out to, that goes out to these hundreds of clinic clinics all across the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. And so, so yeah, so I get the equipment in, check it in, inventory it, inventory it. And then, uh, you know, as technicians needed or whatever, the field techs needed, they they reach out to me or any of the other guys in my little group. We prep and get the equipment ready, whether, you know, it's a laptop, tablet, excuse me, desktop, um, thin client VDI, um, Fujitsu scanner, whatever the equipment is, or whatever, we get it ready for the field techs that take it out there, whatever. So, like I said, I, I've been here for a year, still under contract. Hopefully, my, my contract is going up until the end of this year, and hopefully, by then, fingers crossed, I might get a chance to get turned over into full time. So, with that being said, that, that is my current situation. Like I said, I've been here for a year. It's it's been pretty solid for the most part. Um, you know, there there are some things, some people, you know, that uh that have kind of made it difficult in spots, but I'm not gonna talk about that too much or whatever today. Today I kinda just wanna like look back and reflect on how much better things are here. You know, like I said, even with those few grievances and stuff I have currently, whatever, compared to where I was at previously. So, some of us, I might have mentioned this before somewhere, whatever, but if not, here we go. Story time. So, previously, the job I had before, or I guess, let let me go back a couple, like two jobs ago. So, before, to, to kind of explain how I got to the craziness and then got to where I am at now. So, two jobs ago, I was part of the desktop support team for Parkland Hospital. So, if if you if you live in the DF, DFW area or Texas or whatever, you probably know, you know, Parkland Hospital 
is one of the biggest hospitals in the Dallas Metroplex. It is the county hospital. So anytime any big figures, whether it's like the president or political figure or whoever is in town, then the whole hospital is on alert because, you know, back in the day, this is the hospital that JFK died at and all that stuff. So it's very big staple of, you know, of Dallas and stuff historically. So I I was there for maybe maybe like almost close to two years. So freaking, freaking, I I loved it for the most part. You know, it was cool. I met some, 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 some of, uh, some of my closest friends and stuff that I still have now, um, there and yeah, made made some really cool bonds. I got just like, like like to meet and network with so many freaking awesome people. Um, and yeah, it, it was just so cool, but you know, it was just a thing of like a mix of things like like one, you know that that was me. So at that job, I was in the hospital, so I could you know depending on what ticket or request I got or whatever, I could end up being pulled into any different type of situation. I could get called to fix something that says somebody's just regular office in in a administrative section of the hospital, or to the extreme, I can get called into a operating room when there's live surgery going on to fix something, which that did happen once. Luckily it wasn't like too as bad as some stuff that I've heard before, but man, having to go into work on a computer during a live surgery where they have the giant screen up and you seeing the insides of some ugh, a bit much <laughs> to 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 say the least. And so uh but you know for the most part the Things got to a point to where I was kind of able to kind of get away from that stuff for a while to where basically me and my close buddy, John, shout out to John. I don't know if you ever listened to this, but if you do, shout out to you, homie. But me and my buddy, John, we kind of became our own kind of like subgroup to where we were like, like 95% of our days was just doing installs, equipment requests and stuff like that or whatever, or new, new user setups, picking up old stuff, whatever. So, and that was freaking awesome. We just roaming around the hospital with our carts, you know, setting up new equipment, picking up old stuff, helping out people, doing all that types of stuff, whatever. But anywho, so that was cool and dandy. But like I said, this, so like I said, um, I'm, I'm in my current job now for a year. My last job I was at for a year. And then before then I was at Parkland for two years. So do the math. That's roughly four years total. Who in my life is for Vash? <laughs> so I, I literally had Vash like a month before I started working at Parkland because that that was a whole lot. Oh, but <laughs> that, that's a whole other story I'm about to get into one day because the, the, the year Vash was born was a roller coaster because it was like it was like we found out, you know, we, we got engaged the Christmas before Christmas 2016, found out we were pregnant in the spring. Um. Then the wedding was set for July. I got laid off of my job in June. We had our wedding in July. Vash was born in November and I'm still unemployed this whole time. And then I started working at Parkland. But anyway, so like I said, I had, had a young child or whatever. So of course, and you know, I needed, you know, had to, had to do what I thought was best moves for my family, for my life, or whatever. So opportunity comes across my eyes. You know, cause, cause I'm, you know, cause like I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not liking having to be in those, 
in, in the in the direct hospital situation environment all the time. So I'm looking for just ways to get out or whatever. Um, Cause like I said that there was parts of it, people, people there that I freaking loved and adored, still love to this day. But just that setting, it's, it can be kind of tough, you know, just like day in and day out, you know, seeing people in all different types of situations and stuff, you know, because, you know, like I said, we're going through the whole hospital. So I could be going to, you know, seeing somebody that's like in a, in a uh, contact isolation room, somebody that's in a burn victim unit, newborn babies, you know, uh, you know, the psych ward and everything in between at any given moment, I could go from, Oh, Hey, I'm going to work like do give somebody a new computer in the administrative side to having to go fix a computer in the psych ward to having to go fix a computer in the burn ward to go fix a computer in the baby ward. So it was a lot. So anyway, so decided to, or I came across this job offer where the head, the headquarters was in Arlington. And so long, long story short, it seemed like it seemed like the perfect gig, which on hindsight is like, you know, if, if something seems too perfect, it probably is. And it was so the headquarters was literally like 15 minutes from my house. So way better than the 45 minutes plus I was driving to work then and what I'm driving now. So, I'm like, OK, 15 minutes from my house. And several thousand dollars worth way more money, so it's like, yo, I'm I'm having to travel less, but get more money, and I'm salary, heck yes. So the job was basically for a desk for basically just like like an IT technician because they didn't. So the company I was with, uh, don't know if I'm gonna put their name out there or not, but I'll, I'll just say they were a pretty well known car uh, used car sales in the Arlington area they they had they had um dealerships all across DFW but they meant that but like 90% of their dealerships are all in Arlington on Division Street <laughs> but um but yeah but they didn't really have an in-house IT person so they were they were they were starting to kind of grow and expand and so the the vendor that they were working with Sometimes it'd be up to a couple of days before they get a respond for stuff, whatever. And so they had a situation to where they had just moved into to, to this new building or whatever, or moved like some of their, uh, like their core teams to this new building. And they told me how, like when they got there, whatever, they, it was like two or three days before they, before their printers and stuff could get set up because the vendor, their IT vendor, that's how long it took for them to process the request and to set it up and da, 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 da. So they're like, okay, we need somebody on the inside to kind of handle a lot of more day-to-day stuff. And that's where I come into the picture. So it was presented as like, hey, here's an opportunity for me to build and grow to basically become, hey, I am the face. I am the, I am the sole IT person for this whole company. On paper, like I said, for, for, for growth opportunity, that sounded freaking awesome to be able to basically like get to shape and mold and to build a whole department around me. That was the dream that was presented to me, but that is far from the reality of what really happened because for, for multitude of reasons, one, they didn't fully explain to me the scope of the operation. So like I said, I knew, I knew they had like some car dealerships, but I had no clue how many they had. 
So at the at the time when I started, they had about 10 to 15 dealerships. So and, and they literally had like, let me see. Screw it. I'm going I'm to start naming some of them. Keep in mind, this is all owned by the same company. So, Automax, Mijente Arlington, Dollar Car Sales, Dollar Rental, Auto One, Truck Max, uh, Mijente Dallas, Auto, Automax Dallas, Automax Forney, Automax DeSoto, that's 10, and then, oh, and they, they had like another like Auto One location, so basically like, like 10 to 12 locations. None of this stuff is uniform. Each location, you know, has been there for different periods of time. There's a mix of equipment. Some locations are on AT&T, some locations are on, are on, uh, was it Spectrum? I believe some of them had both. You know, it's like a, it's like a failsafe backup or whatever, backup or whatever. And so, yeah. So basically, just kind of just like fast forwarding through time. Majority of my time there, my days were like so freaking crazy, just like me running around from building to building and stuff, and like like not really having like proper time to try to fix and establish stuff because they kept on being like Robert you need to you, you need to build our inventory system you need to do this you need to do that and whenever I try to sit down and do that or whatever then somebody get mad for like hey yo you know the CEO needs you in his office or the COO needs you and that's another thing too with or whatever because I, I was on speed dial for everybody especially the executives like hey yo if anybody in the uh, executive suite that the SFO CEO COO whatever they call you yo whatever you're doing it's not as important get up there and fix it or whatever see what they need done or whatever so with that being said that led to me working overtime working so many freaking crazy ridiculous hours so like i said so so i started in uh august of that year so that was august 2018 hold on no 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 August 2019. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, August 2019. And so, by October, they they were getting... So, aside from the used car sales, they also did their own in-house uh, financing. So, that meant that there was a whole department dedicated to, you know, to, uh, to collections and all that stuff, whatever. And so, in October... They had to move their whole call center group from the old building to the new building that that's like the new headquarters or whatever. And so, you know, there was like the big talk of like, okay, are we going to get somebody, hire somebody to come and help? And, da, da, da. and it was like, no, it was me and a bunch of awesome ladies that I still love to this day from the titles department. So me, I was just awesome. And, and, and honestly, like, like this situation led to me making some like super cool friends because like a lot of these ladies I didn't know too much aside from like you know whenever I would come around to help fix stuff whatever but we bonded <laughs> over this move because they came up and they helped me you know box up and unhook and stuff whatever with the cape with the the computers and stuff whatever and 
we work with some some of the guys from from one of the car from one of our car dealerships or whatever. Some other cool friends of mine that I made over time because of the situation or whatever. And so we would we were moving at least like well over a hundred something people to this to the new location or whatever, which wasn't too far, but still moving a hundred plus people, you know, with a very tiny group of people, you know, was freaking duh. <laughs> and so I never forget I worked what like twenty plus days straight. Pretty much I'm almost the full month of like October going to November. I think like the end of October going to the beginning of November. I worked like 20 days straight. And when I say straight, I ain't just talking about just like weekdays. When I say straight, I mean literally straight. Like weekends, Saturday, Sunday, early in the morning, late at night, everything. I was in it. Every day straight. Now, they did give me a little, they did cut me a little check or whatever for help and for, for, for doing that craziness or whatever. But in the grand scheme of things, it was like, what? It was like 500 bucks. Like I said, I'm grateful for it, but, yeah. But, um, you know, um so yeah so so that was like that was like one of like the first signs like okay this is not good then fast forward a couple more months and uh they finished the executive wing now this you know this was still like another like kind of like decent size like not too big of a move as that other one but it was a bigger move in the sense of okay this is the ceo coo cfo you know, the, the head account lady, all these different, like the controller, all these different high level people that are moving. I'll never forget. So found out that the, uh, that the area was ready or was ready to go, whatever. And so it was okay. Maybe in the next week or so, whatever we might move. Tell me why the freaking, uh, or, or, or before that side of it was done just one day out the blue, the, uh, I get a message from, was it the CEO or whatever? And so basically, they wanted me to have offices set up for three of the executives, the CEO, COO, and another big executive, basically overnight. And so I did it. I got the equipment. We had the equipment or whatever. And so, and I got them set up or whatever. And literally by the next day or two, whatever, they were always in there in the new uh, area or whatever, or their, their new, their new areas, but they're not, but not the new big suites that was being built out or whatever. So, yeah, so I did that. And then when the big executive area was done or whatever, then I had to go over there. I had to like wire up an entire multiple conference rooms, a spider web of cables. It, it is, it looks so horrible because they bought these tables and stuff, whatever, but they didn't consult with me or anybody of technical expertise. Like, hey, how is this stuff going to work? Because, <laughs> you know, there's some stuff that we could have done to make this all go a little bit smoother. But because y'all just bought the equipment, bought the table or whatever, and just put it in place. Now I'm having to like ghetto rig this stuff, whatever, versus like, hey, if y'all want to tell me what y'all were doing ahead of time, we probably could have realized like, oh, Y'all need to run HDMI cables from where the TV is going to be mounted on the wall under the floor to where the, where the table is going to be. Well, now everything is already set. The tiles are already on the floor. You can't really go back and do that now. So, anywho, get through that or whatever. So, just like, so just fast forward a little bit more or whatever. 
and 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 keep in mind like like throughout throughout all this whatever there's multiple pe- people coming and going coming and going like their turnover rate was so freaking high um even to the point to where like like later on like like some like higher level managers and stuff was getting turnover quickly but um but they started getting crazier um like basically basically like like around the time when lockdown and stuff happened because they try to keep everything going as normal or whatever and so because they had the space they just uh socially distanced everybody towards like okay you know they skip a few cubes and mix and match or whatever but they did not have everybody working from home and so and, and, and to this day they, they still never fully went to like a full work from home situation i think i think like at most they might have just like they they furloughed like a crap ton of people <laughs> and that that whole situation was funny because they thought that i got furloughed so 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 the covid lockdown thing for me during that time was so freaking ridiculous because obviously you know i have family i have kids and stuff whatever so i'm dealing with this crazy job along with you know my family and stuff whatever and so there came one day or whatever to where i got a phone call uh, from my wife telling me that like, hey, her sister might have put my wife's sister might have potentially got exposed to COVID, and at the time, my wife and her sister was working the same job. So of course, like, well, sister-in-law is in trouble, wife possibly exposed. Crap, me, kids, da 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 da. So I was freaking out. I pretty much exclusively went to just working from home for like for like a good month and stuff, whatever. So. And that that within itself, I feel it might be like worth the whole of the podcast, but just just like the the truncated version, that was like such a horrible time, like like from like March, April ish or whatever of twenty twenty, because my whole family schedule was flipped upside down because with everybody you know homeschooled and stuff whatever or or virtual learning I should say, you know, and the way they were doing it originally was just like hey. You know, each week the teachers are just putting up, um, or each each day or whatever. I think the teachers are putting up assignments and stuff, whatever to be done. And basically, you just had to have everything done by some by the next Sunday. Um, so so you can do them day day by day as they come out, or if you want to wait till Saturday, do them all. It's whatever. But with that being said, and because of the loose the loose scheduling, or whatever, um, you know. The kids' schedule got off whack, and th- this is still like part of why Vash's schedule is still so freaking out of whack, even like a year plus later. But every schedule, everybody's schedule out of whack or whatever. So I'm at home, still, you know, still doing what I can, like remotely, or whatever. And what I would do, you know, because like during the daytime, if somebody needed something done, I would just, you know, remote in and do it remotely while I'm at home. And then at night, like for example, it was like, hey, we got a new employee starting on Thursday. Well, I was coming in after hours when everybody else was gone. The the building was completely empty. I would go in, set up whatever or do whatever work I needed to do, you know, um, whether it be set up a new person or go troubleshoot some stuff, whatever, just check on equipment, whatever. Um, after hours, like I said, so my schedule was like so freaking upside down and stuff, whatever. So, um, so yeah, so that, that was so freaking crazy and wild. Just going through all that um 
uh, oh, let me go back. So <laughs> amongst all this like new building stuff from like earlier during my time working there or whatever, part of a thing I had to, had to be a part of was building out a whole new network infrastructure, which was nerve wracking because while yes, part of my IT background is networking, I had never built a corporate network from the ground up. I've, I've done like stuff here around the house or friends' houses or whatever, but building a a corporate enterprise level company network infrastructure was like a whole other beast. So, but like I said, I'm not going to go into all the details on that or whatever, but just know that was a monster to tackle. Um, but luckily I had some people there to help me and to help guide me along the way. But, um, but yeah, but man, just, just going, going through all of that stuff, you know, what was freaking wild. Um, even to the point to where, <laughs> so, so the, the whole me working from home. So kind of find out. So, oh, so during this time or whatever, my, my awesome boss, Tiffany, I love you. You know, shouts out to you for always having my back. But my, my boss who I had when I started there, whatever, Tiffany, she was the HR director. She ended up getting fired i think like like right before or right around the time when when covid and lockdown stuff started happening or whatever and so because yeah things were things were so bad to where like i said just things just kept escalating and i knew things was bad to where like multiple times i saw her like broke down crying in her office because of some crap that the executives was putting her through or whatever and so it's like, okay, y'all have the freaking HR director in here just like in shambles. And, you know, and we, you know, luckily, you no, know, we were able to like, you know, just to talk, whatever, and just to kind of like vent to each other from time to time, which was, which was very well needed for both of us. But yeah, it, it was a nightmare situation, not, nightmare place. And yeah, so anyway, I just kind of just fast for a little bit through this, whatever. So, so yeah, so, so through this, whatever, you know, with them having to furlough a lot of people, whatever they, they thought that at some point they thought that I was furloughed and I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how do y'all think this stuff just kept up and running? It's like, yes, I wasn't physically in the building all the time or, or during the day or whenever, or where y'all would see me, but I was still coming in after hours on the weekends, whatever, working, fixing stuff, setting up stuff, whatever. I'm like, this stuff was not just operating with me not here, <laughs> you know? But, um, but yeah, but yeah, they, they thought I was furloughed or whatever. So they told me I like making an unemployment or whatever. I'm like, how does that work? If I'm still getting paid, that's how disorganized they are to where like, Hey, y'all are still paying me every two weeks, but y'all ain't noticed. Or y'all thought that I was furloughed. Like, okay, make it make sense. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but so with all this stuff going on, you know, like I said, like, like, so like they had, like, so they had locations in freaking Forney, DeSoto, Dallas and I and I guess just just for people who aren't familiar with Texas or with with the DFW um, Metroplex and how where these things are positioned. So from where the headquarters was to the Dallas location, that was roughly let's let's say forty five minutes maybe. Let me, let me look it up again. Okay, so so yeah, so just just for distance wise or whatever. So from the corporate location to Dallas was about. 30 to 40 minutes, like I said, of course, given traffic and time of day I go. The DeSoto one was about another 30, 40 minutes. And then the Forney one could be upwards of an hour. So I had to cover all that myself. So that there was there was times to where I was away 
And because I never forget, there was one day I was coming back from 40, and I get called while I'm driving or whatever, and they're like, yo, uh, something's going on, you know, the CEO needs you. And I'm like, well, I'm on my way, but, you know. So so one person called me and was like, hey, the CEO, you know, so-and-so is looking for you, like, for the executives or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm on my way or whatever. It's still going to be a while because I'm just not going through downtown Dallas. Whatever. So that's like another, like, 20 minutes away. <laughs> and so then they called in. Then the, one of the executives called me himself. was like, hey, uh, Sam, the CEO, Sam needs you. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I know. Uh, Tracy called me, but I'm literally driving. I'm like, I'm going through downtown Dallas, Dallas right now, whatever. And yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so that became a big thing, whatever. And they get, they was getting mad at me talking about like, like, well, you know, you need to let us know more better about like where you at, where you gonna be at, da 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 da. And it, it was just a nightmare. Um, to to be honest, and then like there was a point to where because of, you know, COVID, they had to, they had to close down. Um, pretty much everything outside of Arlington. So they had to close down Forney, DeSoto, uh, Dallas. And that meant collecting all that equipment. So I had to like freaking go uh, um, collect all those computers, monitors, all that stuff, whatever. And so I had to make trips in my own car, which multiple times through my time working in there, it's a freaking used car company. They were like, oh, we, oh we'll give you a company car. Da, 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 da. Never happened. Never got paid for, never got reimbursed for mileage and none of that stuff. Um, but yet, some of these other executives or just high-level employees or whatever, they would give them company cars day one. But your freaking IT guy driving all over the DFW Metroplex, I got squat. <laughs> so, anywho, so, so fast forward to like basically like around like this time last year or like so... So right before COVID happened, I was actually in the process. I was like interviewing at multiple places to get, cause I'm like, I gotta get the hell out of here. But freaking COVID happened, and interview stopped. Didn't hear back. Never heard back from certain companies or whatever. Sucks, but it became a semi blessing in disguise because I'm like, well, I already have a job. They need me, <laughs> cause I'm like one of the only ones here. So it was like a very love, tough love hate relationship or whatever for a while, but. You know, throughout the summer, they started ramping up again. Or like, oh, well, we closed down all these locations and now we're going to open up two more new ones. So I got to set up two more before I left. Like one got up and running in June. And then the other one, when I left in August last year, they still hadn't up, hadn't gotten up and running yet. But that was the last big project that I did before I left was setting up this new last location, which is now up and running now. But yeah, it, it was wild. It was a mess. Um... Like I said, just getting called all different times of day, night, you know, being bounced all around town and stuff, whatever. And so my exit for me exiting the job last year. So like I said, kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, you know what? I I need to just get out of here. I need to find, I need to just get out of here because of my, my mental health is horrible. It is trash. I feel like trash. I need to get the hell out of here because my, my wife, even though she she talks about it to this day, like she she knew and she saw how miserable I was. But it's like, hey, I'm getting decent, reliable money every week. I'm salary and because I'm salary, I'm flexible, whatever. But that also meant I was working freaking ridiculous hours. There were some weeks where I freaking because I think I, I think I calculated one time where I don't, I don't, I don't know if I still have that message or not. Um. Hold on, let me see. I think I calculated one time 
where I worked like some stupid number of of hours. Hold on, real quick. Let me look at this. But yeah, so 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 um early in the year because even though I'm salaryer, they still they still wanted me to like mark my time, like clock in, clock out, or whatever. And so yeah, that that was very weird. But um, but you know I can clock in and out from wherever on my phone. Um, which was needed because, you know, if, if I end my day, if if I'm out in freaking Forney or Dallas towards the end of the day, if I'm stuck out there for a whole day, I'm not coming back to corporate unless I have equipment in my car. You know, if I don't have equipment in my car, I need to drop off. I'm going straight home. But um, but yeah, but man, it, it was weeks where I was like, it was like 60, 70. I, th- I think one week I might have worked like some some stupid high number of hours. I, I want to say, was it, hmm, I think, I think one week or at least like one pay period or something, or I think I worked like a hundred something hours, um, I don't know, that, that was, yeah, anywho, ridiculous hours and stuff, whatever, um, so yeah, so I had to get up out of there, so, long story short, you know, started interviewing and stuff, whatever, and came across the place I'm at now, and basically, that ended up being like, hey, Let's go. We got to get out of here um, to the point to where I didn't even get to give them a full tweet notice because I'm like, because my, my job I'm in now, they're like, hey, you know, if you need more time, we can give you that time. And I, but me, I'm like, I'm I'm just ready to go. I need to get out of here or whatever. And so I basically get them like, like like a week and some change heads up. I'm like, yo, your only your only primary IT guy is about to leave. So, yeah. So anyway, so, so they brought in like a contract dude or whatever. They try to get me to like to like try to train him and stuff whatever in that time but i'm like there's no feasible way for me to try to explain this ramshackle convoluted place and setup and stuff that we have so i did the best i could give him the core stuff whatever and i was like yo i'm sorry dude but i i gotta go i gotta peace out of here and so yeah man it, it, it was just so horrible you know um I, I'm, I'm very like i'm very grateful for the friends and stuff i made along the way um, I did have a IT buddy of sorts. So alone, like within the umbrella of the whole company, um, they also owned a GPS tracking portion of the company, which was in the same building. And they had a lot of tech people on their side, but they didn't really help us too much. But one dude, Derek, shout out to Derek. He was a, he was like their, uh, their kind of like software engineer guy. And so he knew a lot more about networking and stuff, whatever, than I did so he would help me out a lot with that stuff and he also kind of helped with the domain stuff whatever that's where I learned some domain stuff whatever and that's who I kind of reached out to when I had to get domain stuff for this podcast and stuff whatever for my website but anyway so things were so bad that even like after I left or whatever he ended up leaving like within like a month because they was trying to talk to him all types of crazy whatever and he was just like you know what peace I'm done <laughs> and so uh but yeah, it, it was crazy, and 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 the, and the final nail in the coffin there too is that they did not pay me out any of my PTO. So when I left, I had, I think like sixty something hours of PTO because I never could use, I can never take off, I can never fully take off from that freaking job, um, because even if I did take off, whatever, somebody's still calling me, emailing me, texting me, da da da. da. You know, you, I can never fully disconnect from that job because of me being the primary kind of only in-house guy so 
Anywho, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the most part with, with where I'm at now. Um, I, I am definitely very grateful that I was not at that old job. Having to work that old job and dealing with the family situations I have this last year with my mother and sister. Because I, I think I, I think I would have truly been broken if that stuff happened and I was at that job. Because I highly doubt, you know, they would have even given a single care, you know. And so, yeah, so, so I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm at where I'm at now. But, yeah, that that was... Uh, that place in general was wild. And then especially, like I said, like those like last six months being there during quarantine and lockdown and stuff it, it was horrible like freaking whole part departments and teams having to get shut down and sent home because somebody might come in contact, contact with covid but they never told they never they never said anything on a corporate schedule there was never a company email that went i was like hey so-and-so at this car lot got suspected of covid or whatever you know be careful or whatever and ask somebody who had to travel around to all these different locations. The only way I found out stuff was because since I traveled around to all these locations, I had good friends that kept me in the loop. You know, with stuff, somebody, cause I went to one location. So I was like, yo, Rob, um, did you hear, um, about so-and-so? Da-da-da-da. I'm like, no, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, man, supposedly he, he got COVID, man. Like, I ain't seen him, you know, and like, in like, two weeks or whatever da, 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 da. so yeah it, it was it was bad it was horrible you know like i said I, I made some very awesome cool friendships and bonds at that job i learned a lot for sure because because me being like the primary person that really tests your it skills or tested my it skills at least because it was a lot of improvising thinking on my feet because we didn't have a lot of standard stuff that come. We didn't have a ticketing system, didn't have an inventory system. You know, the, the closest we got was we started building up uh, in-house inventory, but that kind of fell apart. But one, one thing I will say is I loved those handful of months where I had almost unrestricted access to the company Amazon account. Talk about... As somebody where maybe maybe the biggest purchase I've ever made has been like like one of my teeth, not not counting a car or living stuff, but just like extra stuff, whatever. The biggest thing has been maybe like under a thousand bucks for like one of my TVs or whatever. Man, talk about a feeling ordering monitors, Fujitsu scanners, PCs, all this stuff whatever from Amazon. And looking at the cart and seeing $10,000, $12,000, multiple double digit thousands of dollars of stuff. And then getting the, the little check or the, the little email saying, like, all right, your purchase has been approved because I just, I would just go buy stuff, whatever that we need. And then that goes to the main uh, uh, account lady or whatever. She sees it. She, okay, cool. Approves it. And then the equipment comes in or whatever. So that that, that was like that was like the only like one of the few times I had like that good feeling of being able to spend their money, <laughs> you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, almost unrestricted to a point, just buying up stuff. But when I leave, y'all shaft me out of my freaking PTO time. So yeah, that that was sucky in the end. 
because they 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 try to they try to twist up on me or whatever because they try to be like because at first before I left I was like hey I talked to to the COO and he was like all right you know what we'll work something out even if we can't get you the whole thing we'll at least get you some of it or whatever because we normally don't pay out PTO da, 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 da. I know they normally don't but I know somebody personally a close friend of mine who they did because she left before and she had a threat and there was some stuff whatever and then they eventually you know paid her so I know it's possible but anywho I left and so like a week barely maybe like two weeks into 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 me being where I'm at now they reach out to me saying that like hey the guy that I trained was actually only temporary while they were looking for an actual permanent person nobody told me that when I was there so nobody told me that so they actually find an actual uh, full-time IT person. Uh, seemed like a nice lady or whatever. Never got to meet her in person, but I got to talk to her on the phone a couple of times. But uh, the other guy, he left because he he wouldn't deal with it, which I understood. Like, honestly, like, like, I feel like most IT people, they would not have went through what I went through for even just the year that I did. Like Most people would be like, yo, Robert, you is crazy, bro. I would have been gone. And I don't blame them. You know, um, but anywho, so, so basically they, they try to get me to come back to try to at least I like, come and train this lady. And I try to tell them like, well, I can, but we need to like work something out basically to the point to where, you know, like, hey, I'm willing to come up there like after hours or come up there on a the weekend. Like, hey, maybe I'll meet her on the Saturday or something or whatever and we can work it out. But I'm like, I can't just take a down for work here. I'm like, I've. I've only been here for like a week. I can't just immediately, uh, sorry, I need to take a day off to go help in my old job, you know. But they felt some type of way about that situation. And basically, they used that as an excuse to not pay me because they're like, well, you know. Basically, basically they, they, then, they then tied me getting my PTO paid out to me coming to help to train this new person that had no clue, no clues even coming. So. I found out I found out a little bit later afterwards, whatever, like I said, hey, be become become good friends with your with your IT guy. And as the IT person, you get to you get to, you get to meet everybody from top of the top to the to the to the to the you know to the trenches, the people down the trenches. So people talk a lot, talk too much. So I come to find out, and I'm not going to go into too many details just in case somebody happens to <laughs> listen from that. But basically, I heard from somebody who act, who actually might have been in or close around that room the same day when I was on the phone with them or whatever, somebody was in that room and saw how things played out on their side. And basically, it was a bunch of BS where they ended up talking about like, well, well, Robert said he wouldn't do it, da, 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 da. and then they talking crazy trash about me and all this stuff, whatever. It was like, hey, you know what? Well, then we just won't pay him his fees. It was wild. Like I said, not 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 surprising, but just wild getting a hair from somebody that was that was on the inside. So, because, uh, yeah, because, hey, every, every so often, like every couple months, whatever, hey, I, I still, as the kids say, I still get the tea. You know, man, cause like I said, your boy Rob, I got connections everywhere. They, they, but, but before I was a dad, before I was father of Vash, one of my mom, one of my, uh, 
what's it called? One, one of my monikers, one of my, my epithets was the mastermind. And I didn't get that nickname for nothing. I, I have my network. I have people in places. So, but yeah, I, I have people, you know, still keep me in the loop every so often whenever we catch up and stuff, whatever. So, but, um, but yeah, but that, that is my tale of craziness. Um, I know this has been a super long episode, but I, I had to talk. I had to get that out there. Um, but yeah, just, just to say, you know, be, be careful and research more. I, like I said, that, that definitely just taught me to like, Hey, just, just be a little bit more vigilant, get more information about the job and stuff, whatever. Um, don't set yourself short when they're asking salary because, Hey, I never been, I never been offered that type of position before. I never been salary before. And I also learned don't give a range, give a hard number and also aim high rather aim too high than aim too low because what I did I messed around and I gave them a range and I was like oh you know how much I was in between this and this and they gave me right in the freaking middle whereas for the work and the stress and the crap I went through it should have been like another 10k or close to it above what they actually paid me because like I said doing all that time all that labor and stuff whatever and like I said I know I know they pay it because I let me stop talking. Let me just say, I, I know I, I saw through through some stuff. I saw what certain people were making in certain positions. So I know, you know, the, 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 the little peanuts I was making, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I super, super saw myself short. But like I said, let lesson learn and yeah, won't, won't be put in that situation again. Um, but yeah, but just, uh, screw y'all, forget y'all. <laughs> um, it still sucks, you know, that I didn't get my PTO or whatever, but hey, at least I have my freaking peace of mind from, from that craziness and stuff, whatever. So, but yeah, like I said, just, just, just be vigilant. Um, and just know, like I said, just be vigilant when y'all are doing y'all job searches and stuff, whatever. Um, and to, to look into the company or whatever, but, um, yeah, if, yeah. It's still funny sometimes, like going looking at the uh, the the reviews for the company on Indeed, and they they got so bad to the point where they had to lock them down to like you can only read X amount before they're like, hey, you know, you got to sign in or whatever, or or leave a review of your own. Da, 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 da. I, I've thought about it over this whole last year, like like leaving a, a review or whatever. But then I was like, you know what? I'm also just just leave it be and go on go on my, with my life, um, you know. But yeah, so yeah life work lessons learned but yeah let me let me just go and just get this get this bad boy wrapped up um you know i hope y'all enjoyed <laughs> some of that crazy rambling but we need to get going because it is almost freaking 1 a.m so let, let's let's round this bad boy off all right and that's gonna do it for this long edition <laughs> of danny's talk podcast I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, like I said, I know I ran a bit long, but hey, sometimes, you know, sometimes we, we just got to talk it out. So that's what I do here at Danny to talk, talk until, you know, get, get all my thoughts out there. But yeah, but as usual, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for rocking with me. As usual, you know, you can find all my work at Danny to talk or Danny to talk.com. Um, Danny to talk on Twitter, Danny to talk podcast on Instagram. And make sure to 
YouTube channel. So make sure to follow me on all that stuff. Uh, subscribe, all that fun jazz. And yeah, I hope y'all have an awesome week. I hope that, you know, <laughs> I hope y'all enjoy some of the discussion. And, you know, hope y'all under, uh, understood my pain as I, as I regaled the tales of, of that horrible last job. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm away from there. You know, things aren't 100% perfect, but it is definitely way better than the situation I came from. So, that's, that's you know, definitely a good start, you know, to, to working towards a better tomorrow for myself, for my family. And, yeah, um, like I mentioned at the top of the show, you know, be on the lookout for later this week, hopefully, for that uh, 20th Century Boys Perfect Edition 3 review discussion. Um, like I said, hopefully I'll have that as a YouTube video on my YouTube channel and in the podcast feed as well to keep up the, keep up with the tradition. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all have an awesome week. It is freaking almost 1 a.m., so I need to skedaddle. But y'all be cool. Y'all have an awesome week. Read some manga, watch some anime, and enjoy life. And screw you, M.E.I. <laughs> there, I said it. It's the name of the company. But yeah, but anyway, y'all, y'all have an awesome week. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.